I'm blaming you. Me? I'm blaming you. Yeah, you. I've got something, yeah, you. something stuck on my flavour saver. <laughs> Things we talk to singer songwriter Danny Gruff in our first three way interview, and we try the Highland Park 12 year old Viking Honor whiskey. We get to hear from the man in the clouds himself, the whiskey god, to find out what he thinks about it. Remember, you can keep up to date on all our social media platforms at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram, at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. Remember, no e required. And while you're at it, why don't you do us a favour? Press follow, press subscribe, give us a five-star rating, leave us a review, we might read it out. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things Podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Hello, I'm Dave Giles. Hey, and I am Nick Kent. Welcome to episode five of Whiskey and Things. Episode five. Can you believe we're doing it five weeks now? Yeah, it feels it. It feels it already, man. I'm not going to lie. It feels it. It's a bit of a milestone, that's for sure. Uh, we, we've, uh, we've we've had some we've had some feedback on uh, last week's show, so uh, we as welcome always, it. We, we do welcome it. So uh, I'm going to just crack on with that. It appears, Nick, by magic, we have new people listening to the show who don't, uh, as far as I'm aware, don't know us from Adam. We fear change. Clearly, whiskey hashtags have been bringing people in. Oh, that's so, what they're uh, for. Yeah, so we had a on, on Instagram we had um, a guy called at Pete Whiskey. Well, yeah. I think his name's Pete. I don't think his surname is Whiskey, would but be cool, that's though. his tag. Um, it would be a, oh my god! Did I ever tell you about the drummer I knew who did a PhD whose surname was Drum? So he's Doctor Drum. Anyway, I digress. Pete Whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> at Pete Whiskey said uh, that he's really into Jura, which I think is what hooked him in. Yeah, and that he loved the podcast, and it made him go and get a glass and have a drink along with us. Fantastic! Uh, so welcome, Pete. We welcome, hope you've come back, Mister Whis. Mister Whis. Welcome to the family. Also, welcome, Mister Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, Mister Whiskey. <laughs> and also we've had a had a message from Jack uh, who again I, I don't believe we know at uh, UK10 Jack he said he's a big fan, fan of Jura and he's given us a recommendation Nick he said he recommends I don't know if I can say it right but Bunhabane Bunhabane 12 year old Bun Bun Na Ab Hain you're right there mate 12 year old you're right there I can't say it it's a long word do you want to mop your brow are you okay feeling a bit ill and and he has said there is no better whiskey for the money. He didn't say how much it was. He just said yeah. there's no better whiskey for the money. So right. thanks, Jack. Thanks for thanks for listening. It's nice to have some new people involved. Dave, yeah. Um, sorry to burst your bubble on that one. Um, um, I I know Jack. Um, he's a very old friend oh. of mine. Um, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I wrote a song about him when I was in a band at school. He's got an excellent. I'm not going to give his surname out. So obviously he wants to be called Jack UK or whatever. But. Cool guy. Was he always Jack? Was he always Jack with no C? No, he's reinvented himself. Thing, yeah, reinvented himself yeah. on Instagram as, yeah, as yeah, yeah. Jack with Jack with no C, just like we reinvented ourselves. Whiskey with no E. Exactly. He's one. Of, he's one of us. All right. So maybe Welcome. maybe we've only got. The, Thanks for listening. Maybe we've only got the one new person, but the whiskey had tag still kind of works. Hi yes, Pete. it will. Um, but before we before we crack on, Nick, I just want to talk about Tullamore Dew again, our week three whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't anything to add about the whiskey, but they put up an Instagram post this week, and it really 
made me feel proud yeah. uh, that we chose Tullamore Dew as our third week whiskey. Uh, and it's, it was a picture of some of their distillery workers standing next to a lorry. And it said, a massive thank you to the distillery team for their continuous hard work in deploying thousands of litres of alcohol to be used in hand sanitizer during this crisis period. Amazing. And, and I, I know, right? And I, I'm sure other distilleries are doing it. I'm sure other alcohol companies are doing it. Uh, but it's it's just nice that, you know, I, I, I feel like we're all coming together and better things are happening as a result. And it's not about bottom lines for once. It's about yeah. what's good for us all. It's really nice to see. No, it's good to see. Normally I'd be uh, quite upset about such a waste Give of alcohol. <laughs> but um, it, yeah, under the circumstances, I'll let you off, Jim Tullamore. Uh, Jim, for that one. Good old, good old GBT. Yeah, it's good. To, yeah, it's the thing. So many companies are kind of chipping in in other ways. Like Mercedes are making valve, respirator valves, and so are Ferrari and all kinds of things. You know. Yeah, it's good to see. It is it's good really to good see. to see. Right. Anyway, should we crack on? Let's do it. Whiskey butts roll out. This week's whiskey. Ooh. Let me, I'm just going to stroke the bottle against my face for a little bit. It's such a beautiful bottle. It is nice. Can you hear that, so people? It, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it's, it's, singing, it's singing to me through, what, through my headphones. Your um, bottle it, is this, a lot more full than mine. It um, certainly is. I've never, I've never actually tried this yet, Nick. I'm, mate, uh, it's a wonderful little tipple. Not going to lie. Well, it's the Highland Park 12-year-old Viking Honor. Viking Honor. It's yeah. a single malt Scotch whiskey. Yes, sir. Which, as we know, means it's from Scotland. <laughs> Correct, Dave. Uh, founded by Jim Highland. <laughs> I thought you were going to give me a proper, like, actual... It's a single malt, which means it's made in one distillery. But no, you went with it's from Scotland. Well, all right then. What, thought, what does it mean to be a single single malt, Nick? It means it's come from one distillery. Right. Okay. That's it. It's not a blend. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much it. Oh. I, oh, you got. Mate. It's because my bottle's always no, no, full, no. and yours no, are always. It's the angle you're pulling it, mate. You got to pull it. Get a good handle on it, and pull it straight up. <laughs> Disagree. Anyway, I'm going to pour myself a nice measure in my Glen Caring glass. Beautiful. And this is. Uh, a, a lighter amber than last week's Jura um, on on the eye, and uh, I'm getting my nose right in there. This um, shares a <laughs> commonality, if that's a word. If it is, good I'm word. Proud of We're going with that? it. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to use it again. I I don't know what it means. But a commonality, on. Uh, something commonality. in common with the Jura <laughs> last week. Well, your one anyway, because I think these are actually a lot of the Highland Park range are. Aged prominently. What's wrong with me today? Is that a word? Um, that is in what, sherry casks. All right, well. so we should have Christmas cake in the smell again. Yes, which which we do. We do have fruit fruit cake. It, it it's got a bit of marzipan in there, that's for sure. Oh, look um, at you! It's uh, Highland Parks from the Orkney Islands, right? Correct, right up the top which, there, right up the top of Scotland. So it's closer to Norway. Get. Which yeah. I'm guessing is why they've gone with the Viking Honor thing, right? Yes, all the Scandinavian so I, thing. I, Nick, I really know nothing about this, really? and, and I've been so bad with this stuff that that's why I'm just not—I'm not even going to look up anything anymore. <laughs> I'm done. 
I am not an expert. I don't know anything. You're, no, mate. You're right. You've got to keep looking at this stuff. I'm just looking forward for you to teach me it all. Right. Well, this is a slightly peated whiskey. I have. I can smell the peat. Can you pick that up? I have picked pick that up. The interesting thing, I'll tell you an interesting thing about the peat they use on the Highland Park. Um, the peat is... Orkney peat. Yes. And the thing is, with Orkney peat, it contains nearly no wood. Can it's you taste m- the wood? Yeah. No, because there is no wood. Well, there's, there's wood in other <laughs> there's places. No wood to- but um, <laughs> the peat is mainly made of... Um, <laughs> there's always wood in somewhere when you're right. around. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. The peat is uh, yes, mainly the- made of heather. So there's a little floral note in there, which I can't pick up, but um, oh, other people can. No. But um, yeah. On the tongue. It's quite smoky. Yeah. I got a bit of smoke in there. For me, I can tell you, I can smell a little bit like flat Coke. Oh, yes. I don't know whether it's just. It does have that sweetness. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely, I've definitely flat got that. Flat Coke, fruitcake and the light peat. It doesn't taste like fruitcake though. You can smell it, but it doesn't taste like it. Mm. That's got a really nice flavour to it. The peat's not <sighs> overbearing. Like, like the Lafroig where the peat was really quite strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, peat. It's there. It's, that. It's, it's not as strong, is it? No, it's very very uh, subtle, the peat, but it is there, and I like it a lot. It's very nice. Yeah, very it's got nice. a peppery finish as well when you leave it all around, everywhere, all around the mouth. As in black pepper? Mm-hmm. Especially under the tongue. Let it linger. Oh, You're right. Oh, God, Actually, man. now you've said it, I, I have got that. <sighs> Good Lord. <laughs> I, I haven't got anything else to say about this, uh, you know. I got my Jim Highland gag in. <laughs> um, or is his name Jim? Or is he Jim Park? No. Well, or is he Jim? Or is he Jim Viking? Well, they're really <laughs> me, going for something. this Viking thing. I mean, it's worth buying for the bottle alone. The bottle's fantastic. It's a great bottle really for a, an infinity bottle if you want to do that. I, I, I'm enjoying it. I think it's a really nice, nice drop. Uh, and bear in mind, I've never had it before. Yeah. I'm glad I've got a whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very jealous. There is going to be a time, though, when I buy a bottle of whiskey and I'm going to hate it, and then I've got a bottle of it. Mm. And I've opened it, so I can't re-gift it. And it'll be a present, too. And whoever bought it for you is going to come around and be like, hey, where's that whiskey I bought you? Yeah. And if you say, hey, you got that me that whiskey, and then you reviewed it on whiskey and things, and you trashed it. Thanks very much. I spent money on that. That's the thing, though. But if you say, if you make up a lie, like, oh, well, I loved it, so I finished it really quick, they're going to think you like that all the time. So next birthday, they're going to get it again. Oh, they're going to get you it again. Oh, Lies make baby I- Jesus cry. <laughs> and as a friend of ours once said, makes adult Jesus bleed. Talk, talking, of dirt, talking of Jesus, let's... Uh... <laughs> see it from his dad, so later on. <laughs> let's just wait to see what the Whiskey God's got to say about this later. <laughs> Just get the things over with. Fine. Fine. If you're going to be that oh, way. Oh, God. Who, who hired that anyway? guy? Who hired that guy? <laughs> anyway. The things. Yes, here we go. You love things. Yeah, I'm talking to you, listener. I know you like a good thing when you hear it. Well, Dave, you got a thing for us? What things have you oh. been doing this week? Apart from oh. breaking everything. Just nearly spilt my whiskey, but I didn't. As as. Some people know, as most people know, I am a geek. Um, well, not everyone knows that. Please explain. 
David. I am a geek, and you in are, particular, yeah, I'm a massive space travel geek. Yeah, you are. Uh, in, partic- in particular, uh, the history of it, and in particular, I'm going to say in particular, lots, um, the Apollo era, the moon landings, all oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And this week has been the 50th anniversary of Apollo 13, which was made famous uh, by a film that came out in 1995, 25 years ago, starring Tom Hanks, directed by Ron Howard. And... I've just been delving in to all the stuff that's been going on. There were supposed to be loads of celebratory events, but they obviously all got cancelled. So there's been a load of live streams of live interviews via FaceTime on, on Zoom and all that kind of stuff with the, with the people that are still alive. And also there's a wonderful website called ApolloInRealTime.org. Oh, yeah. And uh, they've got three missions on there at the moment where they've gone through, they've got Apollo 11, Apollo 13, Apollo 17. And they've gone through, and you can listen to the mission in real time. All the mission control chatter, any video footage of the mission control or on the on the flights, this goes up, and you can watch it all in real time. Skip through to the bits you like. But when one of those missions was actually happening, it, it plays it live. So right now, in real time, you can watch the whole of a mission of the Apollo thirteen mission as if it's been going on right now. And I've just been having the best time. Good lord! I've been geeking out on it. That was quite a dramatic and, mission, am I right? Oh, yeah, it was the one. It was the one that went wrong. Yeah, but but it, it's um it's 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 really interesting watching all the bits you know from the movie. Mm-hmm. That, but hearing the real life stuff, and obviously some bits they quote, but are just slightly less dramatic or more calm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I bet. Yeah. Because although although bad things were going on it's incredible how calm they all seem mm. and how like it it's just been so much fun for me it's like i've been geeking out massively yeah um and staying up till silly o'clock to make sure i'm listening to certain points at exactly the right time and uh, oh. houston we've had a problem bit and all that kind of stuff oh, but God, the, the web course yes the, web, the website's in, insane like you could pick which mission controllers console you're listening to because they all had their own backroom staff so they're all having yeah. their own chat to the different people and it's ah oh, it's just glorious nick it's just glorious i've had the best time but yeah that's what i've been up to what have you been up to nick what have i been up to dave <laughs> yeah what I've, no but what have you been up to i feel like you've got something to tell me today i've been doing i'm doing the same old thing i've been doing making some music videos with friends etc um i saw one of these grandma's hands bill withers one yeah was incredible you know i that? love bill withers it was very sad that he died yes so uh and it's it's there's a live album, uh, Bill Withers live at Carnegie Hall, and that's how I know that song. Okay, and it's your I, when you saw you post it because I didn't think you were a Bill Withers man, so I was like, "What? Nick's done that song?" I got really excited, and it's really good. The I'm, singer, don't know who he is, amazing. Daniel, Go on, carry on, Daniel. Yeah, um, I was um, I was quite unfamiliar with Bill Withers to be honest, but you know sometimes it takes something like this to be introduced to an artist, and I will look further into him. Also this week. My friend Tom Milner, who was one of the leads in the American Idiot musical this year, which I play bass in, um, he got in touch and wanted to do a cover to help out the NHS to raise money. Oh, nice. Um, So he'd basically rewritten the lyrics to Wake Me Up When September Ends, which is one of Green Day's biggest tunes. And myself, Rob Wicks and Chris George from the American Idiot tour band re-recorded it. And nice. Yeah. He's rewritten it. It's now called Wake Me Up When Corona Ends. And please trust me, it's better than it sounds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all for a good cause. Um, I think he's setting up a, a GoFundMe or giving page or whatever. You know, it should be out by now. If not, 
um, check my It'll Instagram. It'll be soon. It'll be soon. It should be out by now. I mean, that's awesome. But yeah, it was fun to do. And yeah, please go check it out. And um, if you can afford it, I know things are tough at the moment, but um, trying to raise some money um, for the NHS. He's also given away a, if you share it, you get put into a draw to win a American Idiot poster, which he will sign as well. So there we go. Very good. So uh, we got a special treat this week because Ooh, we've done boy, a, have we? a, our first three-way. Three-way interview? Yes. <laughs> yes. We we have uh, we roped in our good friend Danny Gruff um, to be our first victim of, of our first three-way interview. We didn't rope him in. He begged to come on this show. He absolutely begged. Like, I couldn't believe, you know, we've been batting him off for five weeks. <laughs> Yeah, so Danny, uh, Danny is, <laughs> was a character in the, in the YouTube. For those of you who don't know, we had a YouTube show, and Danny was a character that popped up every week uh, for six seconds. Yes, that was so, a, it, it was the big days of Vine when we were doing that show. It was, so, yeah, it, so it was very convenient to have a little six-second segment of Danny. It's <laughs> like what we were saying was quite boring. We could just cut away to him. It was fantastic. Yeah. So we, we use Danny quite a lot. And uh, he's just had his second album has just come out. He's a singer-songwriter. His second album has just come out. It's called Author of My Own Misfortunes. It's full of hits. Fantastic. Uh, and he got to he got to number one on the iTunes singer-songwriter chart the day it came out, which probably means it probably means he sold about 15 copies now yeah. in that chart. But still an achievement. I don't think I've ever done it. Massive so achievement. Nice one, Dan. Yeah. So let's have our first freeway. Danny Gruff, as I live and breathe. Daniel Gruff, welcome to Whiskey and Things. The infamous Whiskey and Things podcast. Congratulations on your number one album. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm I'm surprised you got me on. I, I You put it through me agent, I imagine. It's hard to get me on these sort of things. That now. must be new, Dave, because I haven't rung, rung anyone. <laughs> so how are you doing, Danny? Yeah, not bad, not bad. And I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite enjoying lockdown. I, I, know, I don't know when this is going to go out, but... Uh, yeah, I'm quite enjoying it, to be honest. Time off is nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm actually getting things done for once. Yeah. It, it, to be honest, it makes me realise how little I used to do. Because I used to be like, oh, I don't really have to work today because I've got a gig later. But now by like nine o'clock when I'd go to a gig, I'm usually asleep. So it's, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though, isn't it? Because I, it's Sunday night. I, I thought it was Saturday. But it's, it's oh, I'm Sunday. Yeah. I've got no concept of what day it is. There's no like... Trying to no. maintain a routine, but it's it's so hard, isn't it? I'm 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 doing all right. Like on weekends, I tend to do nothing, <laughs> which is I don't. No, but that's okay. Sense, like, you got to keep it normal, it, right? You you got to keep it like that. You got to have your work week, and and now it feels okay if you do nothing at a weekend. Yeah, so you over can the weekends, I just make a list. I just make a list of all things to do. Like on Monday, I'm going to package this up. Or on Monday, I'm going to do that job I've been putting off for five months, like clean the oven door. Which I did I last heard, week. I heard that you uh, text my mum asking for advice on that. I did, yeah. She nailed it as well. <laughs> little, little birdie told me. Yeah, no, I do every now and then. I text her just like, she's good at domestic stuff. So I'm like, I think the last text before that was, uh, talk to me about Hoovers. <laughs> <laughs> so Danny, t- talk to us about your album then. Uh, my second album, Author of My Own Misfortunes, was out 3rd of April. Uh, it's banging, just 
full of bangers, really. It is full of bangers. I just uh, had my daily exercise walking around the uh, Salford Keys, and I listened to the whole thing back to back again. So it's been a few weeks since I've done that. And it's mate, funny it's how just... I asked Danny to talk about his album, not Nick. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> no, no, I knew, no, this, yeah, thanks, no. I knew this would happen. I was about to give him a compliment and tell him about my favourite track and ask him What's your favourite track? Um, Pariah. Yeah, mine too. It's a banger. Which is your favourite track, Danny? There you go, it's a question. It's it's weird because the favourite song, my favourite song is Princes and Paupers, but my favourite track is Pariah. It's just the way it's recorded. I really like it. It was really interesting. Well, we we will add both of those songs onto uh, our Spotify playlist. Thank you very much. Which I'm sure will get listened. It will pick up your stream count. Yeah, uh, I need it. Ex- I really exponentially. Need it. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, this podcast alone, this is, I mean, it's going to add to the fame because I am famous, but I mean, like. Yeah. I'm always uh, joking. Someone- By the way, if you're listening to this and you don't know who I am, where have you been? <laughs> no, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, every time I say I'm famous, it's, it's sort of irony. Yeah. <laughs> so someone, did, someone did leak your album, though. Yeah, yeah, that was mad. I was Twitter searching my own name because I've got a massive ego. And it came up, like, this is funny, this has just happened today. And it came up like one of those illegal downloading websites, right? So I retweeted it saying, oh my God, someone's leaked my album. I'm famous, right? And the person who leaked it follows me on Twitter now. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Best buddies. Were, were you disappointed, obviously, with this whole lockdown thing happened? Do you think that's made it harder or easier for you to, to do an album? Which obviously, your tour got cancelled. Yeah, But postponed. in terms of postponed, sorry. Um, do you know what? It's a weird one. Every, everyone's at home. So it means every musician's at home. And your biggest market as an independent musician is the internet, especially yeah. for the likes of me and yourself, Dave. I'm, I'm currently battling with every other musician who's at home who's usually touring. <laughs> Like, yeah, my my live stream was clashing with Biffy Clyro earlier, <laughs> so it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like that wouldn't happen. Like I I never clash with Biffy yeah. Clyro. Like it's yeah, it's weird, man. It's it. I I I don't mind. I I'm taking it as it comes, and if anything happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I still made a good album that I'm proud yeah. of. So yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, you, sh- you should be proud. It's it's, it's really good. Uh, do you know what Naomi said earlier? Right, I know she she'll hate me talking about this. She's like. I don't know how much more to Dave I can take with him his top off. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, put, you put that video, no, you put that video of how to, how oh, to clean your glasses, how to look shower. after your spirits. But she doesn't have to watch it on repeat though. That's where she's going wrong. <laughs> she can put she the phone I'm down. showing her. No, it's, just, it's like a clockwork orange thing. You're like peeling her eyelids back. Watch this. But yeah, we were talking about the old lot, the isolation thing. I was like, God, I'm not too bad because I get to see you every day. So I have human interaction, but it's more like, Dave and Nick, I feel sorry for. Like she's like, I think Dave's gone mad. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yes. Um, what whiskey are we drinking, lads? What you got uh, going at the moment, Danny? Um, I've got a Balvini triple cask, twelve year. Beautiful. Yeah, triple cask. I think Naomi got it. Me. Did one of you get me this? I didn't get you that. That's far too I can't uh, classy you for me. Is that how you pronounce it? Balvini. Yeah. Or Balvenie. Balvenie. I don't know. It's a Scotch whiskey, so it was founded by Balvenie. It was founded by Jim, Jim. Balvini. <laughs> Balvini, oh, popular name up there, isn't it, Jim? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy B. Can you give me tips on how to taste whiskey? How to taste it? I'm, I've been to whiskey distilleries, but I forget. Like, obviously, because they, they go, "Here's loads of whiskey. This is how you taste it." And then you wake up in the morning, you're like, "Oh, I had loads of whiskey. I can't remember what happened last night." Um, like, I'm sure, like, there's something to do with when you swirl the glass, like. The, the residue it leaves around it, that's something to do with it, isn't it? A little it? bit, yeah. It kind of uh, moves the alcohol around. 
um, so you don't get such a, such of a kick. And, uh, it, right. you know, cause it kind of sit on the top. Um, um, what glass you got there? It's kind of, what yeah, glass, the glass is important. Yeah. This is a tube. I've got a Glenlivet one. Do you remember the one that yeah, you got yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is still a tube shaped out. glass. So, um, I love it. I love drinking yeah. out of this. Because of that shape, yeah. it's funneling all the aromas up into one place. And actually where it's widest, the, um, alcohol kind of just sits there and the actual aromas just kind of right. sit up. I kind of move up. So yeah, you got to stick your nose in it. I, I've done a, done, I've done a little Google on this. Dan. Okay. Go on. So tasting isn't the same as drinking is the first point. I think that's fair. Uh, it recommends using a Glencairn glass. This is on winemag.com. Uh, observe the colour. Hold the glass up to the light or over a piece of white paper. Whiskey can range from pale straw to vibrant amber or deep nut-like brown. Usually the darker the colour, the more concentrated the flavour. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Give it a smell is the next point. Gently. I don't know why. Uh, Gently. <laughs> just, give it, give because it a if smell. you just inhale Gently. it, you're just going to get all the alcohol and it's just going to burn your nose off. That's why you see. Yeah, that's exactly what oh, it says. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't want to anesthetize your uh oh, I can't even say that. Actually, your nerves. Yeah. yeah, smell it gently with your <laughs> mouth slightly open and yeah. savor the the caramel fruit or smoke. Yeah, having your mouth open means the uh the vapors move through instead of just building up in your nose. That's what that's for. Yeah, and then it's sip and savor. So you you only you're only supposed to take like a little little sip, aren't you? Yeah, and kind of let it move around the mouth. As well, because a lot of it will get onto the roof of your mouth after the time, after a, a few seconds, and it will uh, just linger. Mm. That's when a lot of other flavours like come out. Know. Yeah, it's amazing actually. I I've never like done this. that before. When you hold it on your tongue, you do get a lot more flavour, don't you? Mm. You do, because your mouth start, kind of starts salivating and like other pores and stuff in your tongue. Reminds me of my first time. <laughs> Naomi got me a like a, a, a three Jameson set with like a, it's called bold, lively, and round. Yeah. So three words to describe me. Yeah. So it's free- <laughs> bold, lively, and round. Bold or bold? And, um, <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be bold, but I think she put an A in there. For crack. <laughs> bold, lively, and always around, Mr. Danny Graff. <laughs> to work in my voiceover voice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the second part of that interview uh, is coming up and was so much fun to edit the second half. So I can't wait yeah. to, uh, if you enjoyed that first half, the best is yet to come. So um, yeah, Dan, Danny's album is really great. And uh, I should just clarify that Danny's girlfriend, he did mention her, Naomi, uh, is a nurse. She's very much on the front line at the moment. Uh, so when Danny opens up by saying he's having a good time in lockdown, uh, its tongue is a little bit in his cheek there because they very much are uh, living on the front line uh, and Naomi's doing great work, as of course all of the nurses and carers yeah, are, yeah. and doctors, and uh, we love yeah. them. We love them all. We love them all. But I was uh, surprised he wanted to talk about whiskey so well, much. He's a fan. Yeah, he's got yeah. his album out, and all he wanted to do was talk about whiskey. <laughs> well, was Fair play to, to him. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Do you know who knows about whiskey? The whiskey god. Damn straight, David. Talking to the whiskey god, Nick. I had a message from Lauren, uh, Lauren Hayman, who. Is oh, one of our patrons. Thank you. Uh, and um, she was she was a little bit a little bit critical of the whiskey god on that last episode. Not going to lie. We don't want to anger him. I've heard he's got a bit of a temper on him. She said that the whiskey god sounded like a bad erotica reading. Wow. 
does she uh, does she listen to a lot of that? Is she a good judge of good and bad erotica readings? We will have to find out. Now, I I did ask whether she meant is that a good or a bad thing or not, and she went, no, it's not a good thing. So maybe he'll oh, be a bit like that this week. Well, I think he's coming. So hopefully, he won't coming, be too mate. mad. So, mate, it's, it's a beautiful day out there. I can't see I how well, he's going to ruin it. What are you talking about? It's it's covered. Oh, oh, oh my word! Uh, oh, oh no! Oh my god, he's ruined my birthday. It was a sunny. Look, oh, what's mate, it? He's oh. flooded everything. He's flooded it. Salutations, gentlemen. Oh, my god. Hello, Mr. God. <laughs> Can you just crack on, please? And uh, crack on. Let us know your delicious tasting notes about the Highland Park 12 year Viking honor. Highland Park. 12-year-old Viking honor. On the eyes, a bright but deep amber. Typical of a Highland malt of this age. Hiding behind it, a much deeper story. Produced on Orkney Island, however, we can officially call this an island single malt. On the nose. What an aromatic single malt. You will find the same sugary floral notes of your typical Highland Scotch. Whilst enjoying a thick honey aroma, swimming amongst tinges of citrus and Sweetness. Citrus and sweet? Yeah. That sounds like a 90s pop duo girl band. And when said so erotically, were they tattoo? Tattoo? <laughs> God, what does it taste like? On the palate, this whiskey is full and deep. That citrusy smells now enters the realm of smoky blood orange. Floral notes from the nose now translate to the tongue as if a cool herbal tea has snuck into the mix somehow. The sweetness that you smelled, however, is somehow subdued in complexity. Perhaps this is what they meant in honor of the Vikings, who hid their tenderness behind those blood-curdling war cries. On the finish, pepper and slight spice. The end of this Viking story ends in the slight afterthoughts of woodiness and maybe a slight peat. Overall, Scotch lovers who tend to live in the spectrum of enjoying Highland malts, go ahead and stick to your dailies. But when you want a welcome diversion, give Highland Park Viking Honor 12 a try. Join the men of the north of yore. Enjoy embracing the sweetness of a typical Highland whilst making room for a battle cry of unique pepper, spice, and citrus, not usually found in a normal scotch 
of this region. He sounds a bit like a Viking. Certainly does. Hey, Lauren. Was that erotic enough for you? I will be sure to ask her, God. Hopefully we'll find out next week for you. Uh, Nick, what the hell is a smoky blood orange? Amateurs. Maybe you'll learn something by next week. I'm out of here. I don't know. I don't know what a smoky blood orange is. Tell you what, he, he don't upset that guy. I've told you before. You don't want to push him oh, too we've... hard. I love a blood orange, I'm not going to lie. They are fantastically juicy. You not have one? No, what, what are they like? Are they like watermelons like or something a, like that? It's like a Great really fruits. red orange. Hence the name. Red orange. Red orange. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for that card. We hope to uh, hear from you again next week if we haven't pissed you off too much. The whiskey. So, uh, Nick, we had some more feedback. We heard from at Spice Baggins. Spice Baggins? Yeah. Is she um, on Twitter? related to Bilbo at all? Oh, I'd, I hope so. She's not the one who started to, tried to, like, steal all his silverware, is she? <laughs> what, the Sackville Bagginses? Yeah. Ophelia? No, I, I don't. Hopefully not. Oh. Anyway, she, she left a very nice co- uh, comment on Twitter. Fantastic. Uh, she, said, she said that my description of Talamore Jew was very relatable. Who knew that I could be relatable? Mm, she listening to the same show? Apparently so. Uh, she said it's a lovely, cosy podcast, which I thought was really sweet. Cosy? Um, but, oh. but also, I am pretty certain that she's from Cork in Ireland. Oh, right. And I do believe that there is a story coming up. The legendary Cork story is about to be discussed between you and Danny Gruff. The Danny Gruff, Nick Kent Cork story. Where all the magic first happened. Mm, what year was that? 2014. It was when we were doing whiskey and things that with an E. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just realise that when you say it was when we were doing whiskey and things with an E, it sounds like we were doing them on drugs. Remember <laughs> when we did that YouTube series and we were, on, we were just high all the time? No? Anyway, let's hear, let's hear more from Danny. <laughs> high on life. <laughs> So, Danny, uh, let's tell us more about your, your your tour that's been postponed. And now, yep. it's, now it's been postponed. Does that mean that we may have Nick Kent back on base? No. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a firm. No, well, we, we discussed this because um, the tour is now in October. London is the 3rd of October, Camden, Camden Assembly. Saturday night. Saturday night in London, man. How have I wangled that one? I've no idea. Disco loadout, and that's what yeah, I've I was, got written over I was over thinking it. about that. Yeah. Uh, 4th, 4th of October, Manchester night and day. Lovely little Sunday night. Oh. And then Birmingham, Victoria, 6th of October. And then I'm doing Focus Wales in Wrexham, supporting Lucy Spragan on the 7th of October. Nice. So it ties in quite nice. But um, yeah, so I've, I've asked the two guys to play instruments, but I said to Nick, I was like, if they do it, like I've, I've got to obviously ask them first, like because they were going to do it in April. So we might get Nick on rhythm guitar. Yeah. Ooh. So he's got he's got a Gibson SG, so I'm I'm very happy to try and utilise that. You know what song I was listening to earlier as well, after I listened to your album? Go on. Ode to Seamus. Oh man, yeah. Man, that was sick, man. <laughs> yes. Was that the legendary night in court? Legendary night in court, yes. Yeah. By the way, Nick, you're a I'll... fool. You're a massive yeah, fool, by the way. Um, when you were speaking to Ruse well, in the interview, yeah. you yeah. said that Cork was near the ferry or something like that, and I was like, oh, you're definitely wrong well, there. Well, no, man. I knew... 
Well, we didn't get into it because obviously it wasn't near the ferry because we missed the ferry. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. When, in the we, Ruse interview, I mentioned we went to the Jameson's Distillery up the road yeah. from Cork. And the reason we because went there is because we missed the... Because we went out the night before and met, met this guy called Seamus. We did other things. We didn't just meet him. We didn't just go out and meet him and go, how are you? You're all right. Like, yeah, we were just sat in the bar just minding our own business, having a few drinks. And then he came over and he was like, oh, why aren't you dancing? I was like, what no, do you no, mean, no. Look, can I correct you on that? Why were we looking at him? Why were we looking at him no. in the first place? Oh, yeah, because he looked like Dave's dad. <laughs> looks like Dave's dad. <laughs> yeah. Your, 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 your dad, Dave. And we were looking no. at him thinking... No, we weren't just looking at him. Dad looks like Dave's dad. We were taking pictures of him. Oh, yeah, that was it. Because we were, we were sending him to Dave going... And then he came over and said, why are you taking you pictures, take pictures of me? can't pictures of me. I'm infamous. And what did it, I say? Like, that was it. And I said, no, I'm taking pictures of the vibe. Yeah, take pictures of the ambience <laughs> of the room. Yeah. You just you just happen to be the ambience that looks like Dave's dad. Oh, my God. That was such a good night. Like, Didn't that, you know that, that Dave? I do. I've, I've forgotten about it. Yeah. Uh, similar similar to Danny. I'd, I'd completely forgotten that that was how yeah. that story went. That was a making of me and you, Nick. That was that was a making of us. It was. The thing is, I'm, I'm an overthinker about travelling, and I'm always one step ahead of the game. But in Ireland, they don't have postcodes, do they? <laughs> No, so we, no. we, we were just like, oh, we're going to Ross Lair. And then for some reason, I think we asked someone the night before about 3am in the morning after like yeah. just the skin full. And they were like, ah, it's only down the road. But in Ireland, it is only down the road because their nearest neighbour's two miles away. That was the infamous, there's more to it, but that's that's another story altogether. Oh, to shame so I love that tune. I love it's it, a great though. tune. Oh, Listeners, go go listen to that song because it's fantastic. I'll put it on the, I'll put it on the... Uh, yeah, whack that on the, on the playlist, Dave. Have you, in this period of lockdown... Yeah done any impulse buy-in? Uh, I mean, it's hard to say impulse. I tell you what, that's weird. You said this, by the way. But um, so I'm, I'm sort of making, I'm doing jobs in the house that I've been putting off for ages. So the other day, clean the other door. I bought some SIF from the co-op in a weekly shop. But then I've been doing the grouting in my shower. Uh, so I bought a grout, yeah. but the mould is too bad. So I bought a grout pen. And then today I bought three... A2 frames with some adhesives to stick them on the wall. So I've got something to do. However, I got sent this today in the post and I didn't order it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this? What the hell is that? Paddling pole. It's, 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 an, it's an inflatable dinghy. All right. I'm not I'm planning on going to the sea anytime soon. Someone has sent me this. Like, can you see it? Like, Why? No, it Why? Has, Did it come with a note? It hasn't got a tight no, because it was just sent, sent from the company. So like I think I think I know who it is. But why why the hell would they send me an inflatable dinghy when I'm in lockdown? Are they trying to make me cry? Like No, this is taunting you, isn't it? This is a genuine true story. Like this is, like you can see it if you're watching the video. That's it. Like Is it pink? Is it pink as well? It's a blue, it's a blue inflatable blue. dinghy. Mate, I want to see a picture of you on Instagram of you sitting in that. <laughs> sitting in there. Tomorrow, that's, yeah. oh, that's it. That's on my list of things to do tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so I'm going to sit in the inflatable dinghy and play Red Dead Redemption 2. That's it. Like, no one's in work. That's the picture. Oh, oh man, God. It's so, like, yeah, so that, that, I don't remember buying that. But, but why? Why but would you have bought it? I don't know. Like, what, what are you looking for to find that? I don't know. Maybe I was like, oh, grout pen, inflatable dinghy. <laughs> Like, did they come in the same delivery? No. So this this is the packet. Honestly, there's no letter in here. Like, 
So it's just an inflatable dinghy. Hashtag who got Danny the yeah. dinghy. Wow. <laughs> if you got Danny the dinghy, get in touch with us in secret. And uh, So it's weird that yeah, you asked me that question because I, I don't, it's too funny to be one of you two. And if, if it's someone who's bought it me for like a congratulations on a new album, that's a weird present like, isn't I mean, it? In fairness, you did... You did put a Facebook status up where you listed all the things buy that people boat. could. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> One of them was buy me a boat. So maybe that's fantastic. I mean, that's that- that's it. That's it. Oh my oh, god! That- but that's come too quick. Well, You're- I sent out my mailing list the other day, didn't I? So like, oh, um, well, there uh, it is. It would have been Friday. There it is. Hey, it's quick delivery though. That isn't it? That's dead funny, Danny. Since you've moved to Manchester, you've started producing other artists. Yes. Yes, I work in a studio yes. in Chawton. Uh, called Airtight Studios. Um, I'm actually in, in lockdown. I'm going to start working on my uh, production website, my portfolio, because I've got like a few things that I'm proud of now. Yeah, like stuff that I've actually like. So if it's been a rapper coming, it's it's been rap tracks that I've done the beat for mm-hmm. or helped with the beat. Because a lot of the time we get people in, um, like rappers, um, who just go, "Oh, this song is on YouTube. Just download this," and then they rap over the top of it, which is fine, but. There's been some tracks when I've done the beat and I'm like, oh, that's really cool that I've done all of that track. It's a different level for me. Yeah, complete, complete new skill set as well. Yeah, it's, it's you learn different things. Um, it's, it's always a learning curve. That's the beauty of doing that job is you're always going to learn stuff every time someone comes in. There's going to be someone who presents a new artist to you, a new style or a new technique and you're like, you're going to learn from that and you're going to maybe use it in a different session and stuff. I, I feel like with the cover, I like mean, Dave do a lot of covers gigs and me and Nick are doing a few. I feel like I've done all I can with that now. Like yeah. I've sort of completed it and mm. I can go to a gig and know that I'm going to do a good job. And if they don't, if they think I'm not doing a good job, well, I know another pub does and yeah. many other pubs, or club bars think I'm doing a good job. So it doesn't really excite me anymore. It's it's fun when you have a good gig, but the studio stuff is like, it's exciting every time I go to do it because I'm, yeah. on, I'm, on, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat, like thinking, am I going to mess this up? Am I going to do a good job? And more often than not, I do a good job. Sometimes you have a bad day, but, the same with any job. Well, yeah, I've been doing more production stuff as well recently, and it feels yeah. like the more you get into it, the more the, the more you realise you don't know. The more money you spend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Hoover porn again? <laughs> Hoover porn. So, so of course you can hear the full interview, uh, which was quite long. Um, yeah, we talked Over about on our an Patreon hour. page. Yeah, it's about yeah, an it was hour a, long, it was a long old chat. Yeah, it was good fun. It was a lot of fun. Dave, I laughed a lot. Yeah, it did Dave? Um, I don't know about you, mate, but I was a bit insulted when he he said that the dinghy situation was too funny to be one of us. Oh well, uh, yeah, exactly. Although there is an update to this, we is have there? since found out who got him the dinghy. Oh, it was Sally Walker. Sally Walker got him the dinghy, and it was. Because of his boat thing, mailing list. Yeah, yeah. So he asked for a Good boat. Work, got a boat. Sally Could Walker. remember that. <laughs> I mean, that's a great. Like, the fact that she did it so quickly is incredible. Yeah. So Danny today, t- today that post this interview, Danny yeah. has sent me a message, a screenshot of his uh, oh, of home his screen, <laughs> of his ho- of his home screen on his phone. Yeah. With uh, a message from my mum oh. that said. Don't rub too hard. <laughs> what is he doing? What is he doing with my mum? Oh, dear. He's just crossing lines. He's crossing lines. Don't think we should get him on again. No, that's it. <laughs> He's gone too anyway, far. Anyway, go and, 
Go and check out Danny's album. It is really good. You can find him at Danny Gruff on pretty much everything because no one else is called Danny Gruff. It's not his real name. But anyway. What a stupid uh, name. He came up with that. That's not his real name. He came up with that. <laughs> yeah, well, Danny Gruff. That's a really good point. You know? That's a really good point. He, you know? he chose... I've been telling him to change his name for years. <laughs> Dan- Daniel Beck is what I've been telling him. You know, to become a crooner and do like a... Called Dan- Daniel, Daniel Beck. Beck. Isn't that a cool name? Anyway, but he's called Danny Gruff. So yeah, go that, check out his socials. Yeah, it's, be- yeah. It's, it's Danny Gruff. At Danny yeah, Gruff. And his dinghy. Go and, go and check him out. So fresh. You know how last week I said that the show's going international because Corey has been listening in Australia? Yes. Hello, Corey. Well, I've been looking into this. I've been looking into our figures. Apparently, we can get quite detailed figures about where people are listening to, which is to us, which is great. Uh, apparently, 1% of our listeners are in Poland, which may be the Dean Lemon effect. But if you are listening in Poland, hello. Hello. Um, we hope to see you sometime. I was about to say the only Polish word I know, and I won't. Carry on, Dave. <laughs> okay. We've also got a fair <laughs> amount of people listening in America, which makes sense because obviously Lauren, my uh, my friend on our Patreon supporter, Lauren, uh, is from Indiana. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, Lauren, nice we look forward to hearing uh, from you about whether the Whiskey God was less erotic this week. Uh, please do let us know about that. Um but also, Nick, there is a there was one thing that surprised me on our list of countries, and that is that eleven percent of our listeners are from Iceland. I'm supposed to be going to Iceland later in the year. The, obviously, Rona permitting. Rona permitting. <laughs> Rona permitting. Yes. So uh, I'm going to have to look and see if there's any whiskey distilleries. What do they drink up there? I think they just drink beer, mate. No, they've got this snap stuff. It's kind of like a vodka whiskey thing, potato starchy. I don't know. It's nice. Oh, you've got to say it's nice. No, it's not. I'm sure it's lovely. I've never tried it. I just seen Secret Life of Walter Mitty, where he gets given the beer shoe. Yeah. Oh my god. But was that Iceland or was that Greenland? I'm not sure. I can't remember. That That was was Iceland. Iceland. That was definitely Iceland. Yeah. So beer shoe. Great soundtrack. What's your beer shoe? Anyway, (laughs) Um, shall we talk about next week? Yeah, what, what's going on next week? Um, no, well, I'm done. Oh, you're done. Fantastic. Um, we're going to be tasting the Jameson Cask Make Stout Edition, which is Ooh. a favourite. We tried it, well, Ooh. I tried it a few weeks ago when, um, when I interviewed Ruse. We put it in some Irish coffees and it was our favourite. So now we're going to try it in its raw form. Our first, our first Jameson's on the show. First yeah. Jameson. We are a fan of Jameson's, aren't we? Talking of Jamesons, we've drunk a lot of Jamesons with Danny Gruff. Um, but mm-hmm. interestingly, it's not his favourite whiskey. His favourite whiskey happens to be Highland Park. Yeah. Which we are we've drinking this week. Little... By coincidence. Actually, by coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we've actually got a little snippet, little extra nugget from his interview, which we're going to play for you now, where he talks about his favourite whiskey, Highland Park. Enjoy. <laughs> So my favourite whiskey, if you if you're wondering, fellas, is uh, Highland Park. I think it's because it was my first whiskey that wasn't like Jameson's. Like when you get into whiskey, like Jameson's is like your uh, what do they say, cannabis? It's like a gateway drug. 
and, 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 then, and then your Highland Park's a bit like your acid. It's not quite cracked just yet, but it's up there. Like, so like it, it was my first whiskey that was. It's it's but like buying your first proper guitar when you get like a Taylor and Martin, a Gibson, a Fender, whatever. And um, so every time I'm like, oh, it just takes me back. I think I had it in uni, like so, ten years ago now. So there you go. He's put what acid? What's going on? What Hang is on, going what? on? Highland Park is like acid. Ah. Leave the tasting notes to me, Daniel. Dave. I, you, you, How dare you? You were right not to anger him. I Jeez. think we've angered the whiskey god. Uh, we need to wrap this up. Oh my word. We need to wrap this up. We've got, got to go. go. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. No, 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 no. If you tried the Jameson car specs, let us know. Save the whiskey. Whiskey. Save it. Oh. How dare you? Mother Lagavulin. What kind of operation are you even running here?